Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are glad that you're with us this week because we're post boot camp. We are post boot camp this week. And so I want to just talk a little bit about uh, what happened at boot camp. That's going to be our topic. It, it, it's funny thing was we're all at boot camp and everybody's like, hey, do we have a topic for Tuesday? Like, or how many boot camps have you been to? It's always the same topic coming back from boot camp. What's the favorite clip or the favorite moment or both or whatever that might be? And so we're going to be talking about that today. Yeah, right? I I was one of them that didn't remember. Yeah, I sounds like he was a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> a big one. Yeah, there there was no wound until about uh, not true clip. fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> big dummy, and then all of a sudden the wounds seem to seem to be piling on now. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, I guess you have the first clip by default, although it's not your clip. It's not my clip. David submitted the clip for the show. But ultimately, it's Andy's clip because he's the one that had it for boot camp. And I know it must have spoke something to, to David. I mean, Andy posted it for his identity. <laughs> <clears throat> and because he, he, re, he resembled that remark back when uh, he was a kid and got called the big dummy. And it's from Sanford and Son. And why don't we just roll because it speaks for itself. Okay. And it's, it, it's long. Over. Yeah. Over. Yeah. It, it seems like more than two minutes. And it's not. It spoke to David's inner dummy. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> now speaking to mine. Okay. The pitter patter of tiny dummies around the house. Hey, Pop, there's something wrong with you. I know. My only child is a dummy. Where are you going? Where do you think I'm going, dummy? Upstairs, where I got some prophecy. Yeah, I'm worthless, penniless, broke, busted, and... A dummy. And I can't wait to see you starring in your first movie. Yeah. Deep dummy. CDs. <laughs> I'm donating 10 to the March of Dummies. Here's the door, dummy. Great. Uh, uh, Lamont, hand him my guitar over there. Give me his guitar, dummy. I'll spell it for you. D-U-M-M-Y, period. <laughs> dummy. Uh, P.S. again. <laughs> Bye, dummy. The tall dummy standing before me, I leave to the Hollywood Wax Museum. <laughs> la dee dee, they la dee dum is dummy. Just Donna and me. <laughs> and the dummy makes three. Have you ever seen him act? I've been watching him act all his life. <laughs> like a dummy. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know you were interested in gardening. Why not? Well, up to now, the only thing you've grown is dumber and dumber. Hey, Shut up, dummy. Pop. Shut up, dummy. You know, for a dummy, you make a lot of sense. For a dummy, you catch your own fast. Yeah. I'm proud of you, dummy. Up until the time that I was six years old, I thought my name was Dummy Sanford. I didn't mean nothing by it. Well, if you didn't mean nothing by it, 
And why'd you say it, dummy? <laughs> Be my luck to spend my last days on earth with a dumb dummy. <laughs> Listen, dummy, didn't you hear me call you a dummy? You didn't dumb to you know how to get mad when I call you a dummy. <laughs> dummy. Wow, Rodney, that's a lot. Yeah, so <laughs> that's all that's been put on me for the last about 15 minutes here, is you big dummy. Yeah. It's one of those things that uh, your identity and who you are and who you think you are, who others think you are, because it's so easy for us to actually take on some identity others put on us and just, okay, I just must be that. And you just kind of live with that. And I know it's a, a hard thing for a lot of people out there to try to deal with um, in here too. I mean, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just hard because your identity means so much. And when you don't trust in God very well and you're just letting man dictate who you are, because I know I have a big fear of man issue and want to be a people pleaser and, boy, I want everybody to be happy and pleased with me so I don't ruffle feathers and stuff. But sometimes, you know, you have to walk in your true godly identity rather than just who others say you are. But it's hard. Favorite thing at boot camp. It's amazing how God works through anybody, you know, even Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) Especially Robbie. Especially Robbie. (laughs) When God said, hey, you know, make a note card of, get a note card out and write this stuff down. And then, you know, oh, this would be really good if, you know, you hand it out for everybody to do. What wonderful prayer nights came out of that because we learned so much about the men, what's going on in their lives that they entrusted us to with what they put on those cards. Um, what an honor just to just to know about those things in their lives because they became very vulnerable, which is something that's not easy to do. But for us in that prayer time and to be able to talk about what's going on in their lives, our lives, and what we're seeing in them at camp and you know the discussions that are in between but all that gets culminated each evening in our prayer time and it was just there aren't words really to describe the feeling and the emotion you have when you get to pray for a brother in Christ and you know they're hurting we're hurting and they pray for up pray for us as well because like even there Robbie was very vulnerable on the stage and let him know what was going on in his life and what prompted him to get to that point to ask their request of, hey, if you guys would be so kind as to share with us. And it just turned the whole camp, I think, into just it just immediately started bringing people together because that was early uh, Friday morning. And it just started bringing people together and, and being able to speak truth in each other. We walked outside after one of the talks and they're all in a huddle praying together. It was just beautiful. You know, so for me, it was just prayer, prayer, prayer. Yeah, it was a it was a really good weekend. Um, I want to go ahead and get to Jim's clip uh, because it's it's going to prompt what we talk about after your clip. So if you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about your clip, Jim, and then we'll, we'll play it. Well, my I did not make it to boot camp due to warfare, and this was a clip that's kind of special to me about warfare. It would have been part of my talk. It is. Basically, King Theoden, after he has been healed of being possessed, but he's still living in fear of the enemy's attack 
I'm not sure I need to say much else about that one. Let her rip. They had no warning. They were unarmed. Now the wild men are moving through the Westfold, burning as they go. Rick Cotton Tree. Where is Mama? This is but a taste of the terror that Saruman will unleash. All the more potent, for he is driven now by fear of Sauron. Ride out and meet him head on. Draw him away from your women and children. You must fight. You have 2,000 good men riding north as we speak. Aymer is loyal to you. His men will return and fight for their king. They will be 300 leagues from here by now. Aymer cannot help us. I know what it is you want of me. But I will not bring further death to my people. I will not risk open war. Open war is upon you, whether you would risk it or not. I uh, picked that one partially because I was taken out. The uh, warfare that took place before, I kind of poo-pooed my toes, which were a problem, but not a big one. I was planning on going and then got hit pretty much close to the end with flu. And I was still planning on trudging out, but that was greatly discouraged. I didn't make everybody else sick, and that was wisdom, and I appreciated that for my brothers. And that was covered. But uh, when you get taken out like Theoden had, and you want to get into the battle, but you aren't really ready yet, uh, you will come through in the end, and that was sort of where I'm... I probably am the most energetic person here tonight, and that's unusual. <laughs> yeah, I would say you probably had the most rest. I certainly had plenty uh, of rest. Out of the group, uh, at least, um, except for maybe Harold. We haven't talked to him yet. Maybe he had a lot of rest over the weekend. I'm not really sure. But uh, um, warfare, we definitely experienced it all weekend, and that's where we would have finished this kind of segment of the show is... Uh, this was our most opposed boot camp by far, uh, just with the team, guys, was it not? Well, uh, they can't hear you shake your head. <laughs> Andy, come on. You've been on radio before. Come on, dummy. <laughs> you make dummy? You're the one ecliptic, dummy. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that's not very politically correct these days. That's a 70s show, right? <laughs> it is. It is. But, yeah, we did experience some warfare. I had my own personal uh, – this is – worst I've ever had was with kidney stones and uh and God brought us through you know it was it was opposed but he saw our hearts he said we saw that we weren't backing down you know uh, I, I truly believe that if we could see in the heavenlies we would have sent war on our behalf and we were standing in as as warriors ourselves doing what we knew to to do at that moment and and we realized that with the fruit of what happened why we were opposed. There was a lot of great things that happened, and uh, not to get into all that now, but just from the warfare perspective, we had it. <laughs> yeah, you called the kidney stones. Donkey would have said boulders. That's a nice boulder. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. yeah. A kidney boulder is what you would call yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it was It was tough. Yeah, yeah. It, so Andy had that kind of going on. Uh, I had some issues with my vision, which was it made it e not very easy. Uh, still kind of battling through that. Unfortunately, it can be fixed, but not soon. Uh, Jim had the flu. Oh man, just what else happened, guys? We had we had a few things yeah. going on there. Danny, 
Yeah, had the um, you know Michelle was sick going into going into boot camp, and I wasn't sure what was going on there. And then you know get there, and on Thursday we were planning for the bonfire, and she calls me, and there's you know the beauty was locked in a modular <laughs> and beset by an intruder and 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 a dragon outside, I guess. But so I had to drive back to King and rescue the beauty, so to speak. So. Yeah, just just a little bit going on, a little business going yeah, on. There. And mine culminated in I had to put my dog down Monday. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Gosh. Yep. So she she was really not doing well when I left, and I had some good people to take care of her. And I'm like, they were like, no, she's not doing good. So I had to leave camp, go home, and take her to the vet. And then I took her again on Monday, and the the you know the she's anemic, and just the blood cell and the platelets kept getting worse. So it's like, yeah, she's just not going to get better so just had to end end boot camp with that you know but you know a lot of good memories everybody got to say goodbye so that was that was all all good in the end when we come back we're going to be talking about more of the positive aspects of boot camp and not as much the negative but uh join us on the back backside we will be announcing pretty soon an entrenchment coming up january 28th and 29th and then we have a spring boot camp right around the corner we'll talk to you after the break What we have at our boot camp is something that makes you stronger and gives you the strength to go on your regular walk with God. It's something that will make you be bigger than you were when you got there. I've been coming regularly and it's just such a blessing. When you guys invited me, I was at the worst time of my Christian walk. I was going through some things. The first time I came, I don't know if you remember, I was couldn't even walk. I couldn't even stand up straight. And uh, I'm walking now. I ain't running around a lake yet, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest things is just being around a group of men that love the Lord and sharing his kindness and his love. Uh, all of you guys, I didn't sat and talk with all of you guys, different occasions, different conversations. And it's all been unique and, and refreshing. You guys gave me a whole different perspective in life. And you can't hide the true genuine love of God. You can't hide it. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. It is a tight bond of men. Everybody's the same. And each and every time that I've come to boot camp, I've learned something different. And not one man that's ever been there neglects not to take time out to talk or to share. It's serious business. And you need to come one time and break bread with the men. Fellowship. Feel the atmosphere. Hear the people pray and get down to earth about what's going on in life and get real. Register today at MasculineJourney.org. Well, since that's David's bump, we don't have to play the whole thing. <laughs> so we, we can come back. No, I, oh, we pre- it was great, great bump. Uh, David did a great job mm-hmm. with it, but th- he didn't tell us who it was. Andy. So, so who was that? John Reddick, God Turning Around is the name of this song. And I think a lot of what David was going at was just, there's a lot about talk about how God is moving and stuff. And that's what well, that's what we saw at boot camp, so. Yeah, it, it definitely, we saw that at boot camp. Yep. We saw that God was moving. and He was turning some things around. Yeah, absolutely was. Absolutely was. Well, I'm going to actually jump out of a different order of what I just told you, Danny, so I'm not having you go next. 
And so I am going to go to okay, Robbie. I'm not going next. You're not going. No, next. I'm not going next. You're not even first All after right. the break you're anymore. Not, you're not even first <laughs> after the break. Dummy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not even first anywhere now, Danny. I'm just uh, man. Yeah, it's kind of cold. Anyway, Robbie, you have a clip, and I, I wanted to get to that because some some things were turned around at uh, boot camp, and so this clip kind of touches on that, and we'll hit you next, Danny. Yeah, it was really oh, really me. a neat thing. You know, sometimes the people that come and my little brother came who's just a couple years younger than I and he brought his grandson and he'd come to a boot camp about four years ago prior to COVID and your brother my brother Mark yeah not the grandson yeah right my brother had come not his grandson and God had kind of convicted him though you know COVID came in and a lot of things happened and apparently God had more work to do um, because you know, the big event and the reason why I'm using this clip is that, we, you know, he just had a chance to really connect with some people from the previous boot camp, Corn being one of them. Those of you who've heard Corn before, you know, that that's a treasure to be able to do that. And and then I had some guys come from my church, some young guys, um, Caleb and Hunter and Dylan, and they all were in the same cabin with Mark and his grandson. And so, you know, they really had a really neat, experience of being loved on for the weekend and then they came into the last talk of the weekend which was um the stages of the masculine journey which we've done those shows um and, and which we we're setting up the advanced camp that's coming up in the spring and when i gave the um well first sam went into the warrior talk which really spoke to Devin because he was going from the age when you go from cowboy ranger to to warrior and then, you know, my brother realized he was a sage. Actually, he sounded kind of sounded like donkey back there. Like he had his arms folded as only my brother can, Mark, you know, and he goes, I think I'm a stage. I think I'm a sage. <laughs> it was just hilarious. But anyway, on his way home, right, I had made this comment from the stage about some sage advice, and that sage advice came from this movie, Rudy, which at the time I didn't know came from the movie, Rudy, but Andy was telling me, but I knew that it came from a movie that I'd seen a clip from, you know, where a priest was saying, you know, after 35 years in the ministry, you know, he was, he was absolutely convinced of two facts. So we'll play that and I'll finish up the story. And you're appealed to a higher court. I'm desperate. If I don't get in next semester, it's over, done. Notre Dame doesn't accept senior transfers. Maybe I haven't prayed enough. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the problem. Praying is something we do in our time. The answer's come in God's time. Have I done everything I possibly can? Can you help me? Son. In 35 years of religious studies, I've come up with only two hard, incontrovertible facts. There is a God, and I'm not him. So the way my, I, I describe that idea, that sage advice that gives you really a lot of freedom, once you come to that conclusion, there is a God and I'm not him, and apparently, you know, God stuck him with that. and. My brother said he was rolling around in that in his mind and actually texted me as he left on his way to Tennessee a, a couple hours into his eight-hour trip back. 
you know, pray for me. I feel like I'm really going through something. And he quoted that. He said, I think I've come to the conclusion that I'm not God or, or that there is a God and I'm not him. And so, you know, I could tell that it was kind of on, well, through some more warfare, I didn't get the story actually until yesterday afternoon when he finally told me what had happened was that he came under such conviction actually on the way home that he had to pull over the side of the road weeping. And, and they said, but the real cool part of the story was that when he and his grandson had left Tennessee, that they had, his grandson had said, you know, I always want to see a black bear. You think we'll see a black bear on this trip? My brother just kind of, you know, just commenting, said, oh yeah, we're going to see one in North Carolina. Why sure. You know, and, uh, <laughs> you know, interestingly, he gets under conviction from what the way he described it. You know, he got turned around. He couldn't see right. He thought, well, I don't need to drive. So he pulled over the side of the road weeping and asked uh, his grandson to drive. He was 16. And um, as they get out of the car and switch places, as my brother is literally giving his life to Christ, um, you know, they shut the doors on the car and a black bear runs across the street <laughs> right there, you know, on the highway. And, and you know, to kind of accentuate, you know, what had happened. And, and, you know, the rejoicing that was going on in heaven and and all, you know, for me, it's just like, wow. I You know, I was actually thinking about that Rudy clip, which if you haven't seen the movie, I'll, maybe I should set up a little bit. He had tried and tried and tried to get into Notre Dame because he wanted to walk on and play football. And, and so that was when he still hadn't been accepted. And he was, you know, praying a lot in order to get accepted into Notre Dame. Well, my brother and my sister actually have told me in the last couple of days, well, we know those prayers for years and years and years that you made, you know, are, you know, that it, it wasn't from a lack of praying, right? Is God's going to answer those things in his time? And, and to see that is just like, oh my goodness. And, and to see it, you know, it means a lot when we when we were the ones that were praying. You know, those those nights is is what Rodney described, and and we were praying for these individual campers. And you're sharing this experience with people, like you know, how fun to share this with the brother that you love from your childhood, but with your band of brothers that you dearly, dearly love and share this adventure. Uh, you know, it's hard for anybody to understand. I, I mean, what that means to my soul. Right, it's just spectacular. Yeah, um, Danny, you may might make it on this show. Maybe you may be first clip next next show in the after hours. We'll see. Um, my my favorite part is not tied to my clip, and I want to go ahead and throw it out there on the on the air while we're on the regular show. But uh, my actual favorite part of boot boot camp was when my son got up and responded to Andy's talk. Um, Caleb had first come to boot camp when he was 12 or 13. Uh, then he came to a few of them and then went several years without going because of football and other college, you know, out of state and, and things. And he told me at the beginning of the year he wanted to go to boot camp again this fall. And so he came. And um, so I, Robbie had actually said, hey, do you think he might want to respond to a talk? And I thought about it. And I thought, well, the new name was something that was really a, a big thing for him. And so I'd ask Andy if he would mind and – uh, Andy said, no, he'd love to have him do it. And so I asked Caleb, and Caleb said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Well, and that's all we really talked about. He didn't share with me what he was going to say. He didn't uh, anything, and I didn't pry. You know, that's between him and God. And so it was really cool to see him get up there and hear as a father, you know, where he's at on his journey. 
You know, you, you would think as fathers and sons, and we're close, we just don't have that conversation often enough. You know, and, and when you have it, it's different than when you're up there and you're talking about it. You know, it, it wasn't as much a conversation, but to have him just kind of share where his heart was and what God's been doing in his heart was just, uh, man, that did me wonders. Yeah, it was really helpful for me. Um, and that was, I was not at my full strength, I don't believe, and kind of got behind on preparing for that. But he really brought that brought that message across of what a new identity had meant to him and how he proceeded in that, not just stopping with that, but as God was talking to him, even while we were at boot camp about some things. So that was cool. But it was also, I, I ended up hanging out with him when we ate every day. And there was a couple guys there that we kind of connected with and just kept going back. And it was really good. And and I was really impressed, Sam, with just – I observed Caleb. I observed how he helped out in different things. I observed how he reached out to different people, and you've done a an awesome job raising him. It was good Good well, to see. Well, thank you. He uh, he thinks a lot of you guys, and you've all been involved in his life. And that's part of it, you know, in walking – as a band of brothers that, you know, at different times you guys have all stepped in. I mean, Andy, you taught him how to drive a stick shift, right? Um, you had to let him wear out the <laughs> transmission on your Jeep, him and Eli both, you know, trying to figure that out. You and Robbie took him on, on a trip, the boys on a trip to learn that. And I know that's something they'll never forget. And so, you know, walking in a group like this and, and having other men love on your kids in a way that they get to say, hey, masculine um, friendship and affection is really good for the soul, right? When, when it's done in this way to where, you know, that people are giving out of their heart just for your benefit, you know, and there's nothing in return, man, that just, the trust level that goes up and all the things that happen from that is just, it, it'll affect generations to come, you know, and I think that's really cool. And I think that you guys here in the room, that's all been a part of that with both uh, Caleb and Eli. But that was by far my favorite part of the uh, camp, and there was a lot of good, good favorite parts. Oh, one of the things that you know just hits you when you're on stage that you maybe had never seen before, and it's, it's really cool to, right, to be entrusted to do stuff like that. But you know, actually, while I was on the stage, I realized that God has Sam's sense of humor. He, he just does that. He loves to mess with me. <laughs> you know how you 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 mess with a friend and i i actually even saw it in clips that i hadn't seen before in braveheart when his older brother you know rubs him on the head before he goes to leave that guys you know they hurt each other you know when they love each other they yeah. just do and, and and obviously you know they're in so many different ways you know god is is fully prepared to you know scrub your head or whatever is necessary yeah. in order to let you know he's there and he loves you. Yeah, give you a little shove, you know, whatever that might be. <laughs> I think uh, Sam actually has God's sense of humor. Uh, and one of the things that I saw there, it, the bear. I mean, did that have to happen? Are you sure? No. Isn't Kevin but, the hand? But wasn't, wasn't that <laughs> hilarious and looking back at it? Oh, yeah, that's the same kind of thing. Yeah, well, we are out of this show. We will be continuing in the after hours, which we'll be talking about favorite memories from boot camp. We have some more clips coming up. Danny is first, so you don't want to miss that. Go to masculinejourney.org to listen to that or to go any podcast uh, outlet, you know, Spotify, all of them. We're on there and go do that. And then we have coming up January 28th and 29th. It's not on our website yet, but our next entrenchment. Followed by Advanced Boot Camp beginning on March 30th, running for the next few days. I don't know the date that it finishes. I think the second. 
This is the Truth Network.